because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemini World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our first top 10 show of the year. This is where we talk about our top 10 worst movies of 2021 believe this is our third time doing this so i'm really excited um i know there's a thing online where you shouldn't talk about movies that you hated i don't get it i'm going to sorry um so i'm excited to get into members from the team that are joining me today first we have alex hello how are you what up what up cinemaniacs time for the top 10 lists of the year what's going on very good, man. Very nice to hear from you. You're also joined from the team and the box office report show we have Larry. Larry, hello. Well, hello. We're back to, <laughs> to roast and gag up on here tonight. <laughs> yes, we're talking about our horrific movies of the year. We are also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Josie. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. Ready to uh, drag these films to hell (laughs) and lastly we have tyler from the team hello tyler hello it seems like i'm a consistent presence on these worst of the year lists i think it's just tradition at this point that i'm here (laughs) listen i give you a choice and you always choose the words i don't even know why i ask anymore i I thrive off negativity i guess (laughs) um okay everyone we are going to be talking about uh the movies that we absolutely hated on uh you know from this year uh last year there wasn't we had, you know, there wasn't that much movies to get into, but this year there seems to be a lot that we could finally talk about. And there's a lot that I've at least hated, and there's a lot that you guys hated. So we are going to start with our number tens of the year. When we, when we, uh, you know, you, you got to say your number ten, give a reasons why, and that'll be the show. So I'll start with you, Larry. I'm actually really interested in what your list is, Larry. Number ten. <laughs> Your number 10 worst movie of the year. Yeah, so we doing our quick little couple honorable mentions right here too? or Oh, that's right. Yeah, honorable yeah. mentions if you want, and then you can get into your 10 spot. Okay. So I just, I actually saw quite a few of these little honorable mentions literally this week. Uh, Journal for <laughs> Jordan, um, Denzel. Oh, that's even worse? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to need you to stay in front of the camera, Denzel, or I don't know. It was like a student film type of business going Ooh. on there. Mm-hmm. Um. Old, I'm sorry. I just the more I thought about old, the more cringe it was. Chaos. Come on, come on. Originally, it was in my bottom ten. It's moved up. It's actually it's, mm-hmm. it's moved out of the out of the official list. And then I have the double whammy of just like grossness. They're they're better made films than the ones in my actual bottom ten of the year. I just mm-hmm. don't vibe with what they're doing, and I don't vibe with the the cinema just being a blanket defense against critique. And uh, that would be mm-hmm. Licorice Pizza and Red Rocket, Ooh, both the nasty um, pizza. <laughs> I found I was just uncomfortable. Like Red Rocket, actually, I was vibing with for about the first third until mm-hmm. he meets the girl in the donut shop. Literally from that moment on, I just. 
I hated being in that theater. I just felt gross. I didn't like it. I didn't want to be there anymore. And it distracted me. Like, again, I was just done. And I and I think they excuse his behavior for laughs a lot um, and kind mm-hmm. of make her very predatory in her nature, like very manipulative and, I don't know, uh, opportunistic. And then licorice pizza. I'm sorry. Age gaps are one thing. But when the younger is 15 and the older is 10 plus years above that, it's not an age mm-hmm. gap. It's, I mean, it's just, I'm sorry, it's not acceptable. So, is it true that movies uh, also, no. is it true that Go movie ahead, al- is it true that movie also pushes two and a half hours? Dude, fuck, yes. I'm in this a theater today. I saw it today and the movie, the movie is cracking. I'm thinking, okay, so before I went there, I was like, oh, okay, I'll be out there about an hour and a half. That shit's two hours and like 15 minutes for no yeah, reason. And like, no, the yeah. other thing, just, I like Red Rocket a little bit more because I actually was mm-hmm. entertained outside of the nastiness. Uh, Licorice Pizza has racism. It has mm-hmm. outdated like uh, LGBTQ stereotypes included in there. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like this slice of life film where you just kind of live with the characters and a kind of age story but it has Mm -hmm. so much going on there are so many subplots and they're doing so many random things like i don't know i don't think the script is all that good either for the curse people no i actually agree there's a little there's a little there's a little there's a little um (laughs) a little black racial jab in there too that i was like "Mm, yeah there's a lot of those Um, uh but yeah so when i post my official list ooh, as i talk about licorice pizza the less i like it so it might actually Mm -hmm. sneak into my actual top 10 but for now those are my honorable mentions and at number 10 i have Tom and Jerry, which (laughs) I actually was kind of looking forward to. I thought it looked kind of cute. I thought the animation looked kind of cute. Oh my gosh. It was just kind of painful to sit through. The jokes Mm. were terrible. We had Tom and Jerry were not even the main stars of the movie. It was like Glowy Grace uh, Moretz and her terrible subplot. The acting was bad. Everything about it was just bad. I, I was so disappointed because I was hoping it would be cute and it mm. was not. It was not. Um, okay, number 10. Let's go to you, Alex. What do you got? I got Awake. This was a Netflix movie that starred Gina Rodriguez. Oh, uh, actually, oh I yeah, heard about that. Actually, and then, um, actually, before that, too, um, a couple of honorable mentions, uh, or dishonorable mentions. The Unholy Dear Evan Hansen and Evil Dies Tonight, Halloween Kills. Um, As you should, period. Put that shit on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, back, back to my number 10 for Awake. Uh, mm-hmm. This consistently feels like it's repeating its second act, and it feels like there's no first act, honestly. Like, Gina Rodriguez is somebody who I think is super talented, like, no doubt about it. And she does her best with what it was thrown at her, but either she has to fire her agent or fire herself because these roles just ain't it. Not fire her. <laughs> Uh, like like, there's no way i'm like watching this movie i was like so like flabbergasted i was like there's no way i can believe that she has a teenage son who looks like he's 22 and she's what like 34 35 that's how it be it's just it's crazy how these castings be getting they begin away with these castings yeah like it it had a cool premise but it it stopped there for me it was awful dialogue and really poor special effects so i don't i don't even want to talk about it anymore <laughs> um all right let's go to you tyler you're number 10 well i guess i should throw out some dishonorable mentions as well um mm-hmm. of course the boss baby family business i feel like that's a very self-explanatory Ooh. one i mean i'm just not a big boss baby fan personally mm-hmm. um chaos walking very sorry larry oh. uh not a huge <laughs> not a, oh sorry her as well uh, how dare just, you 
I was not a huge <laughs> fan of what they were trying to do there. It made sense, you know, after watching it, it was very clear why it was in development hell for so many years. And, you know, Tom, I mean, Tom Holland, I mean, they tried and Daisy really, they tried their best with the material they had there, but it, it was just not my style of sci-fi, I suppose. Uh, the kissing booth three. I mean that I don't really need to explain that one. That's yeah. Those movies are pretty awful all around. Um, and coming to America, I guess it's the sequel to coming to America, which is Mm -hmm. annoying to say, but, uh, yeah, just a long overdue sequel that didn't really deliver a lot of those sequels to classic films. They just don't really hold up to me. And the only thing that I really kind of enjoyed about the new one is the, the makeup hairstyling and the costume design. Mm -hmm. Out of outside of that sort of element, you know, the comedy was bland. I mean, the 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 original is just so timeless and such a classic comedy that they just couldn't really do too much with it. And just the story that we did get after so many years apart, it just didn't do it for me. But um, as far as number ten, I had Snake Eyes GI Joe Origins. Uh, <laughs> oh, the uh, the unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, I guess re- <laughs> the re- reboot, remake, attempt, new attempt at bringing back the G.I. Joe franchise with Henry Golding, because this was supposed to be like the kickoff point to new G.I. Joe cinematic universe stuff, because this was supposed to be the launching point for the new Snake Eyes. They even try to set up the G.I. Joe people in it, like Samara Weaving. Um, yeah, uh, just very generic, unfortunately. I thought the whole idea behind snake eyes just the they changed his character so much to just try and fit into this new world because snake eyes in the original continuity he doesn't speak like at all and then you have someone like henry golding who's you know you get this top star to be in the movie and it just it just didn't work it was just just such a generic run-of-the-mill origin story it did remind me a bit of like a batman begins style of origin but just it just didn't work, and it's so cliche. And the action is probably the worst part of the film. It's a big offender. The, for sure. It's it's nauseating to watch. I know that I've I've sent clips to people in the group chat since the film has been released on digital and all that, and it's just hard to follow action. It's that kind of action where it's just so many jump cuts, and I thought we kind of moved past that in the last decade or so. Man, it just it's just not a good it's just not a good origin point. I mean, Henry Golding tried his best with the material given to him, even though the material itself wasn't good. Uh, but, you know, Henry Golding does get some shoulder of the blame, too, because he's not a very he's not great at pl- playing some of these kind of characters. Like, I mean, the accent, bad, the bad accent aside, uh, his character is just not very likable. And the only person I kind of did like in the movie was, the, I guess, the kind of bad guy, Storm Shadow. And uh, I just had no, I just had no fun with the movie. It's just one of those things where I love these characters, and I was excited for a new GI Joe universe, but they did nothing with it. And I was also just upset at the end because he doesn't really wear the suit until the very, very, very end of the movie. I can understand when they do that in origin story. It was in the trailer. It was literally the one (laughs) cool scene you see of him in, like putting on the suit and go riding off into the sunset with the bike. That was in the promotional material. That's the very end of the movie. You know, it's like sad when you look back on it and like Rise of Cobra and Retaliation don't look too bad in comparison compared to that. <laughs> I still I haven't seen it. So it's crazy. Like those at. movies are go- super goofy. Like The Rock did his best in that sequel. But that's but... why I eat them up, though. Like if you right. can be goofy yeah. like that, like I'm cool. But like Snake Eyes, no. <laughs> yeah, there was just a boring start off point and Samar weaving and all that stuff. I mean, they were okay, but like mm-hmm. it was not a great way to try and kick off a franchise. Usually, 
uh, you want to have at least a little bit more excitement here for GI Joe. But I don't think GI Joe as a brand is really as big as they think it is, unfortunately. So. Yeah. Oh, I actually agree. I mean, I just I, I the didn't movie didn't do that, very so. well. I mean, I know you and Larry are the box office experts here. I remember it <laughs> being dead on arrival like immediately. Yeah, we were talking about that um, yesterday when we were doing our yearly kind of you know rounds. But um, all right, Josie, you are next. Your honorable dishonorable mentions. And your number 10. So I actually have a lot of films I didn't like this year. <laughs> and oh, man. Um, I had a different list for film posers. So that's going to be my dishonorable mentions in case you want to hear me um, rant about these films. Well, um, the, ha- <laughs> the Hand oh. of God, <laughs> uh, The Hand oh. of God, Benedetta, Chirk or Cherry. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> the other Tom Holland film. <laughs> And um, Ahed's Knee, which was a festival pick, which I just did not like. So those are my dishonorable mentions. Um, my number 10, Mortal Kombat. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mortal Bitch. Kombat. I only watched it once, and I'm afraid to watch it again. You know, so. Uh, I had yeah. my problems with it, but yeah, like, I did as too. a fan it, of the video games, it was kind of tough. It's actually sad that I prefer the, the first one from the 90s over the new one. Mm-hmm. Any Honestly. any any thoughts as to as to why Josie that your number ten? What did you hate about it for specifically? Just not even hate. I just wish it had been better. They it, it had so much potential. And there were times that I did like, but mm-hmm. I don't know some character deaths. Like you, it was like you should oh, okay, like. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed Godzilla versus King Kong more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean as you should. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah so so delivered. It delivered, and Mortal Kombat just fizzled. It fizzled, fizzled, and died. Cole Young. <laughs> um, okay, so so some some dishonorable mentions for me. I will. I'm going down. I have a lot. I feel. I realize. Uh, okay, the little things. This was just painfully boring. Um. Malcolm and Marie, I just, every time I think about it, I absolutely, I don't like it. It's very too pretentious and there's no plot. They just argue for like eight hours and it's not entertaining. Um, uh, Cherikic, Cherry is right there too, as far as, as far as dishonorable (laughs) mentions. Um, I, I, I think Mortal, I have to watch it again, but I'm afraid to, so I won't, I won't say Mortal Kombat just yet, but, um, as far as. I think that's all my dishonorables. F9, I hate this franchise, let it die. Uh, anything? <laughs> I think that's I think that's right. I think that's all of my uh, dishonorable Jones? mentions. How, oh, oh, yo, don't wait. You, you, you just just wait, buddy. Oh, no. We're, we're <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, my number 10. Okay, another dishonorable mention. It didn't make my list. Uh, Licorice Pizza, I saw it today. I know somebody on Twitter was mad that Larry and I had a feeling it was going to be in our worst <laughs> movies, but listen, brother, um, this movie ain't for me. It's going to be for a lot of people. It's just not for me. It's the it's the weird. I know all you have to do is put is put on like some Hollywood lenses and make it retro, and for an audience to really like a movie and not care about what happens in the plot. But for me, I need more than just how the movie looks as far as like film Twitter goes. Um, the It's just the story was just not good. I can't get behind what the story is. I know everyone's heard it to death, but it just wasn't for me. Y'all have fun, but it just wasn't for me. Uh, number 10 for me is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, um, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah I fucking hate this movie because I love this franchise so much. Uh, they turned they turned uh, Lorraine into a mutant. She has powers. <laughs> <laughs> She's an Avenger. She's an Avenger, and I absolutely just don't. I don't and understand. She should be. No, like I just I I, I love the first two yeah. movies, and James Wan is such a good horror director. They got the guy to who did the La Llorona movie, and I knew it was gonna be like. Not good, and uh, it was just the movie opens with like literally, it's like the kids doing acrobatics on this table, and it's it's just it's just all this Avengers type of horror stuff. Like I don't know, I didn't really, I just didn't like it at all, and I watched it again recently because I bought the Blu-ray. You gotta be a completionist, right? Yeah, I I I bought the Blu-ray because I wanted to put it next to my other two movies, and. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I just I, have, I I don't like it. I haven't rewatched it since I got it on Blu-ray. I remember you also got a press screening for that, and I fell asleep in the press screening. I remember that day. I also had yeah. vertigo that day. And yeah, I, I just came, I just me. came off of getting my uh, my vaccine. So <laughs> yeah, my vertigo <laughs> that day was. I think that was the day we went. We were with Ryan. It was, and yeah. uh, it it just wasn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really feel it. Another another dishonorable mention is old. I just don't know what happened with that Ooh. movie. So. Yeah, mid-sized sedan. <laughs> um, so that's my number ten. All right, to speed this show up a little bit, I think we are going to just speed through our list and give reasons as to why not the entire. Let's I think we all have go. We <laughs> we all have. We all have nine movies left, so right now let's get let's go to let's go through uh, nine to five, and okay. then uh, we'll talk about it. And then yeah, so I will start with you, Larry. Your number nines to your number fives. Still give reasons as to why you didn't like the movies, and let's go. Let's get to it. Okay, so at number nine, I continue with the family aimed fair. There's actually quite a bit of that on my list this year. It wasn't a good year. Larry hates families. Uh, But I have the Adams Family 2 as one of the very few, me and Tyler, uh, people who actually enjoyed the first one. Uh, This was terrible. It was so bad. They sent him on the road. The jokes were terrible. I really was just like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Then at number eight, it's already been brought up once, but it is F9. Oh, I oh. enjoyed the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. I hated this. Like, I thought it was so terrible. Far, Easily, yeah. for me, no, the worst terrible. in the entire Fast and Furious franchise. I, I agree. I did not I like agree. it at all. I thought it was I, bad. I was not anticipating <laughs> to dislike it that much. Um <laughs> Then at number seven, I have Thunder Force. Melissa <laughs> McCarthy, please, please stop working with your husband. Banish Ben Falcone from Hollywood because he is a cancer to his own wife's career. I love Octavia Spencer. I really enjoy Melissa McCarthy. I want to enjoy her in things but then she works with her husband and produces this trash again. (sighs) And then at number six, I have Dear Evan Hansen, another film that just made me uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable watching this film pretty much the Mm -hmm. entire time. And I feel like it could have been such a better film 
to just maybe have the two kids actually be friends and people didn't really know or something. Take out that deceit and suddenly a weight is lifted off of this film because as it Mm -hmm. is, our lead character has mental illness, but we also can't really root for him, but we're asked to root for him. I mean, like what he's doing is terrible, but he, I, I don't know. They're like vilifying another kid with mental illness in the yeah, it's, it's and trying to make us like yeah. it. It's it's horrible. I hate it. I really, I was so uncomfortable watching it. Some of the music is okay. The makeup obviously was terrible. The casting was iffy at best. Uh, I really, it was just one of the most unpleasant viewing experiences for me of the and year. Poor Ben Platt, the oldest looking high school kid. Of oh. the <laughs> 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 Oh, that was it. That was it. Wait, what was yeah, your last one? Nine, like, nine three six. The... Yeah, right. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, uh, let's go to you, Alex. Your nine through six. All right. Uh, this was a last minute edition today. Uh, number mm-hmm. nine, Matrix Resurrections. Uh, the more, oh. the more. Okay, I wasn't. I I wasn't <laughs> like. I wasn't like too hard on it when i first watched it but like it's it's like the matrix sequels like the more you think about it the worse it gets it's, and it's just, just the same movie over and over yeah again. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was just Ooh. it was just it, it was just boring like even in the bad sequels like there were things that stuck out to me nothing in this movie stuck out to me i didn't even think about that movie when i was making this list yeah all i would say about that movie is that you yeah, know a movie is bad you know movies like really bad not really bad but you know movies like when my mom hates a movie then yeah. And it's yeah, and it's and it, the entire movie's fan service, and it's fan service done wrong. Yeah. Okay, your number, uh, your number eight. And stuff. My number eight uh, is a Netflix movie, and that is Red Notice. Did not laugh once in this movie. Gal I was Gadot waiting can- for someone. Yeah. Gal-, Gal Gadot cannot act in this movie. She's got to stop dumping Bad. champagne in denial. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah i like the action wasn't that good like i don't know what it mm-hmm. is with marshall ross and thurber and like him thinking like oh like these cool like comedies that are action comedies too they they don't work buddy sorry um <laughs> it's, it's like the biggest it's like the biggest netflix movie ever alex did you oh, read the numbers God. yeah those are those are lies do, do you not know that <laughs> um, netflix told me it's true so i have to believe them <laughs> um Number seven is another streaming movie uh, that was on Paramount mm-hmm. Plus, uh, Infinite, with Mackie Mac. Uh, this movie wants me to believe that Mark Wahlberg in some past life was a pharaoh or some ancient ruler of Egypt. Oh, what on. the he fuck? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was poorly shot. There's just characters telling us exposition, and none of this exposition makes any sense. Like, I, it's so redundant with horrible acting and over-the-top special effects that, like, I... W- I I could not believe Antoine Fuqua directed this movie and then and that he fell this far. And then number six, another Netflix movie. It's basically all streaming movies on my list. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Woman in the Window. I hate oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was, that was a rough Yeah, one. this was a Do rough I- one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clear spoiler. It's on my list. Um, yeah, like this was a movie that had, like, I didn't, you know, the trailers didn't really sell me, but I was like, okay, it looks interesting enough. Nope, I was bored shitless the the mystery wasn't exciting. It was just like, I felt like it was discount rear window, but way mm-hmm. worse, you know? <laughs> all right. Was that, that was your number six, right? That was six. Yep. Okay. 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 Um, all right. Let's go to you, Josie. You're nine through six. I'm really excited. 
no. So my number nine is The Woman in the Window for obvious reasons. <laughs> my my number eight. I thought is, maybe Josie might have been a defender because there's no. a few defenders out there who really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. No, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was wild. Um, yeah, honestly, this list I'm letting myself be influenced by the way, like I, these are ranked, so I'm going in order of ranking, and this is at the bottom, so mm. we gotta treat it as such. <laughs> um, my number eight is Earwig and the Witch. Um, sorry, oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, it just quiet it's, it's still to come. It's not a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it should have been a pilot. They should have made it a TV show. This isn't a movie. <laughs> There's so much unresolved. It's, it's like the first act of a movie. Yeah, honestly. Um, okay, that was eight. Um, seven mm. is the Suicide Squad. What? what? Nobody should be surprised. I did not like this film. I was very vocal about it. Hot. All right, I'll see you guys in two hours. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm sad now. Go ahead, Jordan. Talk your shit. Go ahead. I did not like this movie. I mean, I, I have my I have my feelings with it. I thought it was ridiculous. And the thing is that you would think I'm. It's not like oh, she's a James Gunn hater. I like Guardians, but let's get real. This is not Ooh. Guardians. This is an imitation of what it Ooh. could have been. This is the uh, it's just not good. Plus again, South America for shits and giggles. No thank you. Ooh, that's period. Put that on period. <laughs> on God. What was that? <laughs> uh, what was that? That was your number 7? Yeah, and number 6 is The Prodigy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was boring. Yep. I'll give you yeah. that. If you don't know what it is, then that says enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's better not to know what it is. It was that one with Maggie came and went. Yeah, like, um, what, what was the point? I still don't even, like, I was watching it. I was watching the film. I wasn't on my phone or anything. I was watching the film, and I didn't know what was happening. Samuel Jackson's in it, Dwayne. Michael Samuel. Keaton, Batman like, himself. Yeah, like, watching that film is literally, oh, like... Oh, this movie, yeah. Maggie yeah. Q. Yeah. Shit, I yeah. forgot about this. Watching yeah. that film... <laughs> I honestly did, too. <laughs> okay, literally, that film is, like, the epitome of... I'm forgetting what it is, but the device that raises your memory in Men in Black is this oh, the film. Neuralizer? Yeah, you watch it, and then you're like, wait, what are we watching? What's happening? Where am I? Josie, like, oh. literally forgot what it was as she was walking out of the theater. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking shit. Or, or Martin Campbell. She forgot what she was watching when she was watching it. <laughs> All right, Tyler, your turn. Talk your shit. Nine, nine oh, through man. six. Nine through six. Okay. Uh, number nine, I, I guess uh, it's ironic we're going back to streaming movies because my number nine was uh, Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. Oh, I, I actually did. I actually did watch it. I tried to have hope for a new <laughs> reboot of Paranormal Activity because I didn't like the last couple to begin with, but I still tried. And I hoped maybe because we're coming back like six years later, maybe they found some way to bring the series back in, in all of its glory and it, it, it didn't work it was i mean i can see why they stuck it on the streaming service that most people don't really have uh it didn't offer anything new to the series uh they tried to basically kind of rip off midsummer and make it amish people oh, it was kind of weird 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't, it was just more, more or less the exact same crap you had seen from the last couple bad installments in the franchise. Uh, very slow, very boring. And then the, everything gets, you know, exciting in the last 10, 15 minutes. Other than, otherwise, it's just a big old waste of time. They did try to do a little bit more camera-wise, but it wasn't very interesting. Um, number eight, another horror film. I have Don't Breathe 2. Oh, uh, didn't see it. Yeah, didn't uh, did not like what they did here, trying to sort of redeem the blind man, the blind rapist man from the first film, try to make him this kind of like dignified hero character saving this girl. Uh, not sure why that thought, they thought that was a good idea. I didn't really think the movie justified a sequel other than the fact that it just made a lot of money. So they just threw out some crazy idea. Um not the greatest film all around. I think Stephen Lang tried his best. I mean, I like him as the character, but he doesn't fit as a protagonist. He has to be an antagonist. And I hated the way that they tried to redeem him in the end. I think that's preposterous to check in a bad messaging for a, for a film in general to have this guy, this horrible man, be the hero, basically, in the end. Um, number seven, I had uh, Reminiscence, oh. the uh, Hugh Jackman, oh, uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman film. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out a couple years and a couple not a couple years, a couple, <laughs> couple years ago, uh, uh, a, a couple months ago on HBO Max and in theaters. Although most people didn't see it in theaters, um, didn't really watch conceptually, it on HBO Max either. Well, you're you're right. It it, it was an all around kind of a flop in that way, but um conceptually it had some fascinating ideas behind it i do like neo-noir kind of style stuff but it's just really boring like i know that you have to be a little bit more wide in your criticisms for something but overall it was just a very slog of a mystery i didn't really care about the mystery because rebecca ferguson is like this weird kind of pixie dream girl that hugh jackman barely even knew to begin with so there's really nothing captivating me to go along on this journey because the journey itself isn't interesting either and it just moves so slowly that i just didn't care by the end and it doesn't have a very satisfying ending either i mean it i it's not my kind of sci-fi neo-noir thrillers it was just a very boring movie all around um number six i have locked down uh hbo max film the uh uh, anne hathaway chiwetel ejiofor it's like a I guess it's like a COVID heist kind oh, of movie. Oh, that one? Yeah, nope, <laughs> skipped it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of like the COVID movie jo- mm-hmm. genre that seems to have been popping up in the last couple of years between like this and Songbird. Oh my god, uh, Songbird. I'm just not that. I'm just not into that genre. It's just it was a really boring film. Also, I mean, they have so much talent up behind. You know, with the you know people involved in Hathaway Chiwetel Ejiofor mm-hmm. and I'm just not really into the whole screen life genre either because most of the movies on zoom of course because they did film it during the lockdowns uh just very poor execution the script isn't great either and once we got to like the high stuff towards like I guess the last third or so it, it I didn't care at that point I had checked out long ago and I just don't like watching these movies like we're still living through this for years I don't really need to like watch this I'm trying to escape this crap by watching movies and TV and streaming and all that. Like I don't need to watch movies about it. I just hate those kind of things. I'm glad that most of them, if not all of them have done pretty poorly. So I hope that's like an indicator <laughs> for Hollywood. Stop that We it. don't want to watch this kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, they go if that, if, on the bottom line, you know, if, 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 
if they're not successful, I'm hoping they'll just continue to realize that we don't want them. That's at least my hope, anyway. I agree. I love I that agree. Tyler had all these movies and none of the rest of us watched. Like, I don't think I know for, anybody yeah. else really who watched Paranormal Activity except Tyler. Oh, I watched. Hey, it. I mean, I'm a, I'm coming. a horror fan. Well, I, I can't do it. I tried. I Ty- Tyler did this <laughs> for our souls. He was the brave soul. Uh-huh. It's coming. Yeah, from, I mean, Paranormal Activity, me, man. So don't worry. Tyler. Oh, I didn't know Dwayne watched it. All I did. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. All I right. take it back. Right. I take it I'm back. Exci- I'm excited. I'm excited. I know Dwayne has my side. Usually. All right, my nine through six. Let's get this going because. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard anybody say some of these movies yet, so I'm excited. Oh, nice. Number nine, Evil Dies Tonight. Halloween <laughs> Kills. Absolutely oh, horrible. I don't get it. I don't. I would never get it. What you didn't like, like the Avengers you scene have, at the end? You have Laurie Strode, and you have her sitting in a hospital. Yeah. Just making just just making old lady jokes, and she's wounded. And there's she, an Avengers, uh, there's an Avengers assemble scene at the end of the movie, and they all get their ass kicked. The lady and had like an iron. It was, it was, it was just. Get an iron. Get an iron to take on Michael Myers. Oh, I just think that's hilarious. Man, <laughs> Alex and I came out that theater and just yeah. went to town. It was just, it was horrible. Number eight, sorry, Larry, chaos walking. Oh my oh. god, chaos walking was just. Not fun for me. I thought the concept was really stupid. I thought the acting was really <laughs> bad. You Tom Holland apologist, Larry, Hannah, like he wasn't Josie. Good in this. No, he, he just <laughs> oh he just he wasn't good in this. She was he, on the review was, with us, Dwayne. We was two on one. Why same. is it always just me? Yeah. Josie, I'm gonna bring you in every time, girl. Kids walking is good. good. And yes. yes. Oh, Oh. It's 2011 <laughs> realness. Seven. It just came out too late. It would have been a hit back then. Oh my god! Um, it missed the it missed the boat. I'm sorry, God man. When Tom Holland comes out the woods, he's like, "Girl, girl, girl, girl," and, and all his fucking voices are saying it was just bad. Number seven, Venom. Let there be carnage. I don't get the hype with these movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't I get it. I I they hate rom comes. I, 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 Basically, at this I point. hate this character. Call me Carnage. I, I, I hate Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock. I hate Ooh. Carnage. Man, this was just a waste of my time. I saw this in the theater with Vertigo again. You know, it was a rough time. <laughs> can we, can we, can we, can we talk spoilers for No Way Home for a minute? Because we've all seen it, right? Well, yeah. I don't feel comfortable because Sony still has not. They haven't show. They haven't sure. marketed redacted. Well, so I'm yeah, still because like, I, I was gonna say something oh, about the mid credit scene, but I have to redact it now. Oh, so. oh okay, um, that's true. That mid credit don't even mean nothing. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah um, because well, because I think when me and Dwayne were in the theater and that and he popped up and then he left, I was like, good, get him out of my universe. Yeah, Feige said the same thing. He said, I don't want this geek in here. Get him out of here. So, How'd you feel about yeah, our girl Naomi? Purpose. Our part girl Naomi, Naomi Harris. Harris was, everybody was bad in this. Everybody. Every single she, person she was got, bad. She got killed by a bell. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> number six. Nobody has brought this up yet, but Voyagers. Fuck me. I this didn't see horny, it. Yeah, I didn't the see movie it. about the horny kids. Is the one with Sydney Sweeney? And, yeah. No, 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 no. She's, that's Dwayne, Voy- that's Voyager, I, I think. Oh. Dwayne yeah. hated Voyagers. <laughs> Voyagers. I did not like it. Everybody was horny and it was weird. People were just uh, yeah, yeah. Gro- groping women in this movie what out of nowhere. 
It was strange. And uh Alyssa was, was fighting for her life on that review, <laughs> trying to be the nice one because we were it not was, having it. It was fucking strange. It's a strange film and I just I wasn't vibing at all. Then it turns into very two thousand like you said, Josie, like it, it turned into very two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve Maze Runner esque. Yeah, I didn't see it. Movie. But that's more or less what is I it heard. a young is it a young adult yeah. movie? Like is it yes. kind yeah. of, like they try yeah. to market it as like sex it, young adult. Because yeah, it's an adaptation, it's like but it vibes with the like the why like the what people yeah. think YA is. YA when you know the kids the and the adults and, uh, think is all, YA. basically yeah. all the kids were horny because they didn't they were drinking blue so, juice. This is Colin Farrell, thank God you have the Batman coming. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so it's, a, it's essentially it's essentially another after movie, but not after. Pretty much, I guess. It was just a it was really bad. It was like, hey, you have to go send these kids to a planet, but we're gonna send what? you by yourself. So if you die, these kids are screwed. And that's literally what happens. They're screwed. They don't know what to do. They start I don't want to drink the blue juice anymore. And then they start like all having sex, and it's, the editing is really bad, and I didn't like it. No. Yeah, I'm glad. Okay. So now we are down to our five two ones. Uh, this is a final <laughs> five top. Do we want to just do like five to two, and then everybody list their worst? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, do that. You that's, the yeah, host. Yeah. You the yeah. host. Larry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's taking over. Larry's taking over. You're the host. Everybody. That's it. Just say it. Just, okay. Um, five to two, then, and then we'll all do our number ones. Actually, that's a good idea. Five to two, everybody. Let's start with Larry. Your number five to your number two. Okay, so my number five is the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I, I did not like it at all. I didn't really like the Hitman's Bodyguard in the first place. And they just made it worse. Uh, Selma Hayek, once again, they had her just running around, cursing people out, <laughs> yelling and screaming in Spanish. And I'm so yeah. tired of it. Um, then <laughs> we have so freaking like Morgan Freeman as Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> father and stuff. I thought, I thought that was hilarious. I this, oh, sorry, oh my what? god! And Ryan Reynolds with like this PTSD stuff. I don't know. I didn't laugh like he's on sabbatical. All. I the okay, story was stupid. Oh, I ha- I really did not like this movie. So you didn't you didn't love that you didn't love that Morgan Freeman fight scene <laughs> oh at the end. God, no, I did not. I hated everything. I hated it all. Um, Freeman getting in on the action. No. <laughs> well, then at number four, it has been quickly mentioned already once. I have Boss Baby, Family Business, oh, or whatever the come hell. On. Boss mm-hmm. Baby Two, the nonsense. Um, the I nonsense. mean, I hated the first one, and I hated this one too. I see why. This premise is preposterous. Like this premise specifically for the second one, and then Jeff Goldblum's character was so weird and creepy i hated it oh my god i just could not with that little old man baby that jeff goldblum <laughs> they course jeff goldblum <laughs> no. in that movie oh god i just yeah, i yeah, yeah. no the plot was terrible the animation actually is probably a step down because the first one at least had like some really fun dream type sequences no it was terrible and I thought it was interesting that Tobey Maguire didn't return. Yeah, he knew. He was like, let me go grab this. remember Tobey Maguire was yeah. the narrator. He was, he was more like, <laughs> yeah. pizza time. Yeah. 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 Bye. 
Well, then we're sticking with this is it. This is the final family film on my list. Uh, but here we go again. Another family film. I have Earwig and the Witch from Studio oh, Ghibli. No. Oh, oh, God. Oh, this movie was I... not that good, huh? It was horrible. No. It was like worse than not Ooh. that good. <laughs> like I said, like it, there's no plot. Like it ta- it's just, yeah. it's pointless. It meanders for its entire runtime to no conclusion. Like you get to the end and you're just like, Which, what? Which, here's the thing. At least with other uh, films from the studio, like it is supposed to be slice of life and there is a lot of yeah. meandering, but at least the characters grow. There is development yeah, in character. Right. This one, she's the same she person at the end. She just changes everyone around her, but she's still this spoiled little brat. Yeah. No, there's no growth. Like, it's, yeah, it's not a Kiki's delivery service or something where our main character goes through something and, you know, comes out a different person. No, no, no. Uh, so we just have to watch her clean up all this nasty crap, kind of try to learn about her family, but even, but none of it goes anywhere. So I think that was a good, <laughs> a good analogy that this is like a pilot for a show or something. Uh, and the animation is about on par with a pilot for a show. Uh, we're we're going to have to work on this 3D animation if we're going to keep it up with the studio. There. I hope they just, just don't do it. I mean, I agree. Go back to go back to <laughs> the to the hand-drawn and we need to fire your son, Miyazaki. It's done. It's a wrap yeah. for him. I'm done Goro, with him. My apologies. My condolences. Goro, it's over, bro. We're sick of it already. Uh, and then my number two, um, one of <laughs> uh, one of the movies I reacted to this year, I have He's All That. Oh my god! Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I really, yeah. I really wish I never had even watched it. It's uh, terrible. I mean, yeah. this is what happens when you put TikTokers into. Films oh, is that the one to have them act? It? Yeah, Addison Ray, whatever Ray. the hell. Her yeah, name is. product uh, placement. She, the movie. She signed a. Yeah. She signed a deal too. Like uh, they had yeah. the Pizza yeah. Hut. They had the what, KFC in there. Like I don't even know what was going on. Pizza Hut. Everybody, everybody watched it. Yeah. It was a popular yeah. Netflix movie. It's they, terrible. They eat that stuff up. It's our that fault. wig. <laughs> that wig that that man had on that lead was horrible. That like hair. I was. In my reaction, I was waiting. Uh, Tyler was too, because he told me afterward, like waiting for the reveal. I was like, "Take this damn hat off, so I can see this hairline," yeah. because this is very this clearly a wig. Horrible, but she was horrible. <laughs> like her as a character was not good. They had no chemistry. They're literally flinging horse shit at each other as like a date. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. date in the movie. Like, oh, look at their chemistry. No, 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 no. Like it's. I mean, it's shallow. It's vapid. It's terrible. I just there was almost nothing to think about it's just, all that. Yeah. I it was terrible. Yeah. Sequel when and did we need my question. Did we uh, and is it is it a sequel? Is it reboot? We have like some of the original cast back as different characters and they reference the he's all that movie. They're like, oh, this seems familiar. It's just a stupid. I hate everything <laughs> yeah. about it. I just like to see Matthew Lillard in a movie again. I mean, me too. I, I wish he was in a better movie, though. The whole film. It might have been. And also, he's just such a nice person. <laughs> Why yeah. is he I mean, doing this? this? I, mean, I, mean, he could, he, I mean, he was in the movie because peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Alex, God. That, Alex is such a dad. <laughs> Listen, um, no more. Joke. We don't. Uh, movies like He's All That. Keep them in the '90s. That's where they were. Yeah, they had yeah. their little mo- moment to shine. Yeah. We don't need to remake them. We don't need to reboot them. Can Leave I share something real quick? Are. 
Sure. Talk your shit. Yeah. Um, just that the other day, you know how Avril Lavigne supposedly, like, people were saying that she's going to make a movie about her song Skater Boy, and I just woke up in a cold sweat, <laughs> like, the ass and raised the main actress, and I was like, please, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can you imagine? Hey, oh, I mean, oh, oh please, no. Netflix eats that stuff up. Yeah. You know, they, have, they are calling Avril right now as part of Avril's <laughs> deal. Oh, I, want, I want Skater Boy the film but keep Addison Ray out of it let's oh <laughs> oh redraw the line keep, um, keep, keep. alright uh, let's go to you Josie why not You're <laughs> okay. five to two so my number five is the last duel I'm sorry not really oh, <laughs> I didn't vibe with it it was pointless you just made us go through the same thing over and over again and I get how some people like I I understand people's takes, but it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are millennials. Yeah, like five dollars anyway. Because <laughs> also it just wasn't We're promoted well. The marketing was just bad, and I'm yeah. like, I don't understand why everyone's like Ben Affleck deserves a nomination. He did nothing. He was he was discount <laughs> Joffrey. He looked cool. Yeah, oh. he looked cool. He was the like he the was look. the lion uh, the, yeah. the the lion king from Robin Hood or whatever. Is it yeah, a lion? Yeah, like, yeah I think. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I mean, like I, I I get where Josie's coming from. Like, it, and honestly, like I I thought it was actually really good. But like, I can understand, like obviously because of the subject matter, just how uncomfortable it makes people and how just dirty and gross you feel watching it. You know. Yeah, especially um, just showing both rape scenes and really neither of them contribute anything other than her facial expressions, but still, like, it's just gratuitous to an extent. Um, The only thing I could say is that the fights were, I guess, cool. (laughs) Confess! I get get why people... The reason I... I get why people's they still want to have like a chokehold on these kinds of movies like that depict stuff like this. But as me personally, like, you know, I think it's time to move on from all that shit. Like you can yeah. make good art without putting rape scenes or without putting slavery in your fucking movies nowadays. I guess it's just, it's just, you, just you also can. the fact that people were calling it a Me Too film. I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah, I didn't see it as that. Yeah. I remember some <laughs> early reviews before like... Like the first critics decided, like this is a film for the Me Too era, and I'm like, where? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I just don't get it. Um, um yeah, yeah, the next one, <laughs> malignant. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you my mic? Oh, you mute my mic? I'm hurt. I'm sorry. What? I just had Josie. This ain't the group for you, Josie. I think I just had a short circuit. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! God. I'm sorry. Please, Josie. please reiterate. <laughs> Lay it on us, Josie. What you got, girl? <laughs> What was that? That was, that was your number four, right? My number four. Oh, no. Please don't send Gabriel rip. after me. Rip the, da- rip the band-aid off, I guess. We're going to throw a chair at you from across the room. No! <laughs> Gabriel was amazing. Uh, I can see how people would like this film. I mean, it's a good comedy. Oh. It's 
fantastic. Oh, it's, it's perfect camp. I love it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very camp. Um, I think it's mostly I was so confused. And just in the beginning, I was generally scared because I get scared easily. And the tension was nice. But then it did a complete 180. And I think I just felt betrayed because I was like, you had me scared for nothing. <laughs> and then <laughs> during the most climactic part, like with the chair throwing and everything, I was watching it on Zoom with a friend. And because we rented it and she just leaves the room and she's like, I'll be back. It's not like anything important will happen. All of that happened. And I felt like I went through something by myself and she just comes back and she's like, what happened? I'm like, girl, (laughs) so much human tension. That's the best part. That whole action scene where Gabriel unleashes. I went through that by myself. Even ham. There you go. I don't think anyone going into that movie expected that. You know, going off the marketing, the promotional material, and yeah, running backwards. Yeah. You kidding me? You, you watch the trailer. It seems like a very basic, you know, kind of movie. Like, oh, what's the mystery behind this mm-hmm. mysterious killer going around? You didn't think it was going to be the face of Gabriel coming out the back of Annabelle exactly. Wilson's head, and then and Literally, then her limbs turn Josie around, just, and then she starts doing crazy Matrix. Jo- moves. Josie just said why it was a masterpiece. I don't get what this list. I'll is. never. <laughs> um, I I just I won't forgive this film for what it did to me, and that's bad. <laughs> Josie about to die when she sees that horror film with the year nominees coming out i can feel it i'm sure it'll be there i was gonna put it in best comedy of the year but then i thought no okay anybody listening let me let me spill a little tea uh manda put halloween kills in her nominees for best oh. Oh. fire her Dwayne. oh no the next one is i don't think a lot of people saw this one um there are a couple of films that are honestly in my worst of the year but i did not mention them because they didn't get streaming mm-hmm. but this one did therefore i'm throwing it to the lions Ooh. and that is silent night i watched it at tiff it's bad what? don't watch it I, I know what it is i haven't even heard of it so no. it's basically uh nell simon and their boy art are ready to welcome friends and family for what promises to be a perfect christmas gathering perfect except one thing everyone is going to die that film was wild and it just it came to a point where they weren't doing an anti-vax allegory, but it definitely felt that way. And I was just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> film. Weird behavior. Yeah, and Shit. just a satire. I like it. Uh, no, <laughs> if you liked it, well, <laughs> just, I guess good for you. Um, <laughs> by um, Olivia Rodrigo plays in the background. Um, <laughs> my number two. <laughs> Is licorice pizza. I do not oh, like this did film. It. Fuck your shit. Yeah, shit. the fact that this is this is honestly my least favorite film of the year. So that should oh. say a lot to the fact that it's my number two as to why my number one is where it's at. It's really mm-hmm. simple and I'll explain it when I mention it. But licorice pizza is she like malignant more. Licorice pizza. 
It's not good. I'm sorry. Not really. I don't fucking get it, man. Letterbox, everybody, five stars, four and a half, five stars, five yeah. stars, five stars. Just, I'm just like, why? Just you put a you put a director that everybody knows. You put some to some 35 millimeter and you put some old Hollywood because it looks nice. I saw it. I saw it during yeah. its first previews when it was Fuck. in select theaters, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I can see the appeal because it looks nice. But the material, mm-hmm. let's talk about the material real quick. Everything's been said, but one thing that I really mm-hmm. don't like is that basically my first initial fear when I saw the trailer is this feels like a manic pixie dream girl movie, and it is. Um, if you disagree with me, sure, fine, fight me. <laughs> um, but literally, she Alana's character exists to help everyone else except for herself, and then in the end, she just accepts something into her life because she'd rather accept something toxic than be by herself and grow as a person. Mm-hmm. She's what literally the fuck a t- kind of movie is this? <laughs> She's literally a 25-year-old hanging out with a 15-year-old and his friends, and she even questions it, but then she keeps doing it because it's better to be with someone even if they're wrong for you than being alone. And I'm like, well, that's sad. And that leaves me very depressed. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah, it's why just did make, uh, like, Why did you make this? For me personally, I don't want girls watching this and thinking that this is like the ideal relationship because it's not. It's kind of like reminding me of oh, when people took 500 Days of Summer literally that's what licorice mm-hmm. pizza feels like and it just no <laughs> mm, god damn it oh man uh all right let's go to alex your number five to two my number five was something that larry already mentioned and that was tom and jerry um i i did not like this movie at all tom, uh-huh. tom i know poor tom and jerry uh, to me like tom and jerry works better as like short sketches it doesn't for me like it wouldn't work as a theatrical movie and not to mention like they're surrounded by live action human characters that literally do like they're not interesting like chloe grace moretz is working at like a hotel or something i don't i don't remember it's 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 evaporated from my mind that is is what she did yeah it was something like that this is why this this is why this trope has to fucking stop like putting cartoons yeah, in real exactly. live action or putting video game characters in live action it, to me it's very played and it's very old yeah. it's very alvin and the chipmunk it's very right, it's right. just weird like i, I don't need sonic Christmas, to be Christmas racing Christmas like I, I, I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> no, no. josie no we like the og version of that song listen <laughs> god damn go ahead alex uh, number four, another streaming movie. Uh, this one was on Disney Plus, and that is Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, shit. Uh, I avoided yeah. that like the plague. I, you know, <laughs> you know, it was it was my intention to review at least Home Alone two, and then this new one on my channel. Then I watched it. I was like, I don't even want to talk about that because, look, I like Archie Yates. He's great in Jojo Rabbit, but this wasn't mm-hmm. it, buddy. Sorry, I I did not like I did not like his character in this movie. Like I was legitimately rooting. For the burglars in this movie. Well, they, well, the movie wants you to root. For yeah, them. and like I feel like it's just one of those movies that just slap the Home Alone name onto it to get viewership. Well, of course. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, number three uh, is one that was already mentioned. Another streaming movie, Thunder Force. Please, Melissa McCarthy, just <laughs> stop already, please. I can't deal with any more of like that. This sound funny. Like stuff like that. Like I, I can't, I can't do it anymore with her. And I don't know what Octavia Spencer was doing in that movie. Um, number two, 
he's all that. You ever watch the music video of a teenage pop star and then try and replicate that music video, but fail poorly and add in all this product placement and you clearly didn't have permission to use? It was just stuff you liked? That's this movie. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I even had that damn bootleg music video in the thing. See, they <laughs> yeah, were also yeah. over the top. Like, that yeah. boyfriend was so... Oh, God. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's been running the Addison Ray for Best Actress campaign <laughs> over there, but I'm sorry. Hey, I mean, that teenage dream part was hilarious. What can I say? <laughs> she was up there dancing, her hand disappearing into the CGI background <laughs> screen. Uh, what and, was, that? Uh, was that it? Number think, two, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that was my number two, yeah. Um, okay, so Tyler, you're next. Oh, man. Uh, a lot of mine actually have been mentioned to, to some degree, but I, I can run down them still. Uh, number five, I had Earwig and the Witch. Oh, I dang. was very, very disappointing <laughs> Studio dang. Ghibli outing. I oh, really one, think huh? it's cut. <laughs> I think it's a pretty dull entry in the Studio Ghibli library. I mean, the bar is so high for Studio Ghibli usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it just faltered in all the wrong places. A lot of it was already previously mentioned. It's like the first act of a movie. It didn't really feel like it went anywhere. Uh, the characters themselves were very unlikable. I didn't even like the CGI really all that much. I mean, I, I mean, especially because we're so used to the amazing hand-drawn animation of Studio Ghibli, and then we get this weird, like clunky-looking CGI mess of a movie. Um, the voice acting wasn't great. I watched. I mean, the dubbing. I should say, is the, the dubbing was pretty bad all around. I mean, dubbing usually is pretty bad, but um, yeah, it was just depressing because I like I wasn't expecting a Studio Ghibli film to make it onto my worst of the year list ever. Uh, but yeah, like we've already said before, uh, Goro Miyazaki. Uh, I think we might need to step away from the Studio Ghibli films because he's had a couple I've not been a big fan of now. And I think probably most of his films are in my bottom, at least ten, <laughs> bottom five of Studio Ghibli because it's it's not looking good, you know. I've, you know, you got a couple tries at this point, and it's not working out, unfortunately. Um, number four, another one that was mentioned a lot already, Thunder Force. Yeah, um, I think it is time to part ways with Melissa McCarthy and her husband because. They, I don't think they've been able to produce a good movie at this point. I mean, they've had so many attempts. At just get them out. I think it's just, it's just like she's come. She's almost becoming like a female Adam Sandler in a sense, yeah. even with the streaming movies, because she's able to every now and then put out a good performance, and then she goes back to these bad streaming movies and just it flops entirely. The movie itself not very fun. If, I, if we want to count it as a superhero film, kind of, I would probably say it's the worst superhero movie of the year, if you want to count that as a superhero film. Uh, yeah. But number three, I have I actually was like the one person that watched that Karen movie. Do you remember oh that Karen movie? Oh, God. I forgot about that. I, oh, I, thought, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke at first, like a S- SNL wow. sketch. <laughs> and then it ended up being like a real thing. And I, I that I, yeah, that's the other thing that's weird. This weird Karen movie that BET of all people made. Um, very much a copycat in that same vein of many movies of someone who watched Get Out and Us and just mm-hmm. tried to replicate that formula and just fall flat on their face. Very offensive. Just making a mockery of real life issues that people go through. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cringy of a appearance. You know, Karen is a caricature. You know, it's kind of funny to make fun of people acting like Karen, but then 
you play on the joke and it's not funny anymore. And that's kind of what it feels like in this. And, you know, it's not really horror. I mean, it is kind of, I guess, but it's, it's just really bad, especially even, even if you're going at it from a satirical angle, it it just really just was bad all around. I mean, Taryn Manning, I guess, did a good enough job playing a Karen. I don't know what that says about her or the character, but you know, good for her. She did her best. It feels, to be a Karen. It feels like I didn't see it, but the way you're describing it, it feels like kind of when people are criticizing um, films that have slavery and when actors get nominated mm-hmm. for like being the bad plantation owner, and it's like that person played it well. Too well. Mm-hmm. Too well. It reminds well. me of like 12 Years a Slave. Sam Rockwell. Exactly. Looking at you. <laughs> Some of those people Ooh. in 12 Years a Slave played those cat roles a little bit too yeah, well. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. He's always willing and ready, willing and able to oh, play a racist God, yeah. white man. Let me not. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's up with BET there doing doing that movie. Kind of weird. I just, I, I watched it on me t- not to do a reaction. I just I I watched it on TV. It was weird. It was like I guess the one like made for TV movie. I don't know if it got a theatrical I release. Think, I watched it on BET. I don't think it did. So. I don't think it did. But I just looked at the rating on IMDb. I think it's the lowest rated movie that we've talked about so far. Two point eight. Well, oh, yeah, I didn't watch it. I wasn't. I was never going to watch it because I'm just I'm tired. You know, after last year, I mean, after <laughs> Bellum, I just I'm yeah, all set. Yeah. All that. It was it was on TV. So yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So um... that was literally the only reason I didn't like <laughs> seek it out. I didn't go to, like see it in a theater or like buy a streaming service. It was like, oh, it's on BET. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> and it was a big mistake. Um, Cinderella was my number two. Ooh, the Amazon Camilla Cabello. Uh, There's so much shit you, that I just avoid. It seems. Like. I guess yeah. if you want to call it a a musical, a good mute, you know, of that kind. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, just not my it's not my style of jukebox musical the music that they actually put into the film i don't think was very good which is like integral to having a good musical is having good music and songs and choreography costume design all that stuff yeah uh i mean more power to camilla cabello for i guess trying her best but i don't think it works as you know in any shape or form really I don't think she was great in the acting category. I think the songs really weren't great for her either. I don't really understand why you would put her in this movie mm-hmm. and then give her all this bad material. Uh, yeah, it's just overly convoluted. Just as a Cinderella story, it was overly convoluted. And it felt like they kind of just tried to take the whole girl boss approach to Cinderella and kind of like yassify it. And it was just really lame because like Cinderella doesn't need that for her original story (laughs) but it felt like to me like it's just it's just a very bland interpretation james corden i'm tired at this point no 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 don't you just reminded me of something very traumatic that i wanted to forget about like when he's talking about tails no how dare you yeah let's move on no how dare you he's in this (laughs) adina menzel tried billy porter tried uh yeah they they watered down Adina Mazzola because she could outperform everyone there (laughs) they just watered her down (laughs) they knew she would eat Camila for breakfast if they let her unleash pretty much I mean it's unfortunate because some of those songs that they give in the Camilla to do in the movie just don't work for me like you've seen the memes for months now of her singing am i wrong like completely like out of key and like that's in like the film like it's not like like they got through a lot of people to produce that and put that on the screen like i don't understand why you wouldn't try and like do another take 
or put some more auto tune on or who knows what. But yeah, the, I mean, it, I guess it was popular enough because mm-hmm. it was like a pretty popular I mean, Amazon release for a while. But uh, yeah, not my cup of tea. <laughs> Probably my least favorite musical of the year, I guess, if you want to call it a musical. All right. So my number five to two. I will go with my number five. I have Paranormal Activity next of Kin. Just yeah, garbage. Stop doing this shit, man. I'm tired of this. Amish people. Very scary. This franchise (laughs) got to die, man. That's it. It has to. It was dead. It's time. (laughs) It's it's time to let it let it stay in the grave. Number four, I have the woman in the window. I it was painfully boring. I think it's like two hours and like. A lot of minutes, and I just I um I I didn't I didn't like this at all. It was just I it was very it very reminiscent of the girl on the train or something like that. One of those movies where just shit is happening, and you know uh, you know Amy Adams is looking is looking out of the window at something at the sky. It's 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 her worst performance, I think. It's it's really rough. Did, um, I did you see that? Did you see that parody that Netflix is doing of of the movie? No. It, oh that comes out next yeah, month? yeah, I think that's oh it. my it's god, called, I did it's it. Called, yeah, it's yeah, Kristen, yeah. Kristen, it's Kristen Bell. It's called like the woman in the house across um, the street oh, it from was the girl so, in the window. Dude, I so thought that was they, a sequel at first. At, at least they, I thought it was a sequel too until I watched the trailer. I, but yeah. I, at least. Oh, it was just really, really boring. Number three. Amazing title, though. Number three. Nobody has talked about this movie. This is back in Sundance. Okay? Okay. Number three. No, it's not what you think. 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 That's coming. Number three, oh, I have funny. John and the Hole. This okay. fucking so, did movie. Mention, I didn't mention that one because it didn't get, um, it got a theater I, release, yeah, but listen. nobody's seen it. Wait, I wait, saw that shit show. and that was, was, white, was this, white, white privilege, the fucking movie. It's white, so bad. Kid. Was, was it's this, so fucking was this, terrible. Was this that movie you saw that you kept messaging the group about? No, no, no. no that's coming. No, that's, that's coming. <laughs> this okay. was John and the Hole where this little white boy was mad about his family doing something and he puts them all in a hole down like you like you know like six feet in them in you know six feet in the grave whatever it was and uh he keeps watching them and they're going crazy and it's bad nothing nothing happens to the kid he he gets away with it it's white privilege the movie i i absolutely (laughs) i hate this i hated this movie so much it contributes nothing to society (laughs) it it, it came out very weird came out early this year my mom watched it with me and she was just before she said i thought you said sundance was supposed to be good movies and i said i know mom i know sometimes (laughs) sorry mom this fucking sucks. Okay, I think it had a, I it didn't have a theater release. I could have sworn I saw it somewhere. I know it was. I could rent it. It played. For right it played yeah. in theaters for like a limited time <laughs> in Puerto Rico, and I'm like, why are you bringing this? I don't dollars. Four dollar rental on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, kid in his lime green pants. It was just the worst. <laughs> um, I absolutely, I absolutely hated. Number two is a movie that. You'd be surprised that it came out this year, but it did come out this year. No one has talked about it yet. No, this movie has not been brought up yet. Um, but I have music directed by Sia. I avoided it. Dirt avoided worst, it like one of the worst. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. This this poor. I, I don't even know what else to say <laughs> about it. I just I just, it was just really bad. I don't know why Sia. 
decided to do this. I don't know why she keeps defending why she did what she did when it came to this movie. Well, this movie that's what makes added, it even worse. It just added nothing to anything. It just it's if if anyone watches this and got some type of pleasure from it, are you are you good? Should we talk? <laughs> <laughs> like like it it was really fucking bad. And um, this poor child right here, man, it's not her fault. Yeah, but. You know, this this was this was this was not it. You know, this was just. Did you not watch it, it jo- Josie? No. <laughs> I think I'm on, I'm on I'm on Letterbox right now. Only only the only mutual I have who's on this show that watched it is uh is Alex. Alex, you've seen it. It's, I have. It's horrible. Oh. It's, it's fucking it's fucking terrible. So that's it my is, number two. It's very bad. Um. All right, number ones. Our number one worst movie. Of the year. Let's start with you, Tyler. Why not? You're number one. All right. Well, it's already been mentioned at least once, but uh, my number one movie was Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, I take Home Alone very seriously in this household. As the original. Um, yeah, I mean, there have been some bad sequels in the past. Of course, there's like a thousand other films after the original two of Macaulay Culkin. It mm-hmm. feels like. But this film very much felt like Disney acquired all the Fox movies and we are going to just rip the soul out of them and just make them all terrible. Like we've seen them do that with a lot of the theatrical releases that they had to put out with Fox, you know, the last duel. Um, I mean, there's so many the King's man. I mean, they, (laughs) they clearly do not care about the Fox properties, at least to this point in time. And it felt that way with Home Alone. They decided to squeak out this really terrible, soulless new version, throw it on their hot new streaming service right around the holidays. And it just missed any of the value or substance that the original two Home Alones, especially the first film, had. Because at its core, there's just no fun to be had here. The execution, it just feels so lazy. And the jokes themselves are cringe. I don't understand why we're going to flip the script and have the the script make us feel bad for the burglars. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm going to feel bad for them, and then you're going to have me watch them get the crap beaten out of them for the last third of the movie. Like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to feel here, especially because the kid himself, Archie Yates, who we know from Jojo Rabbit, he's not a very likable kid in this. Like, I think he's trying his best with the material given, mm-hmm. but. He's just kind of a a brat and we don't even get to spend a lot of time with him because we focus most of the story on the burglars, them being broke. They're going to lose their house, all that stuff. So we don't get a lot of time with the kid alone, home alone, whatever you want to talk about. It was just a strange viewing experience. It just was not enjoyable, very grating experience and just a clear cash grab. Like they know what they were doing. They knew what Disney knew what they were doing, just popping out this crappy new entry, throw it on their streaming service. And you know, if it was in theaters, it probably would have bombed. So they made the right call, I guess, putting it on their streaming service. I hated it. It's probably my least favorite of all of the entries, even though the probably the fourth and fifth one are pretty bad too. I think I think it's I think they're up to six now. Yeah, that's a so, sixth one. Yeah. Yeah, they're all really, I mean, those those sequels are bad, too, the ones after the third one, because I actually don't mind the third one without Macaulay Culkin, but yeah, um, don't watch it. Like, the <laughs> other watch. perfectly good, the other perfectly good Home Alones are on Disney+. Plus. I don't know why you would ever choose to put this on over the originals unless you just wanted to, like, annoy someone. <laughs> all right. On purpose. Um, okay, let's go to you, Alex. Your number one worst movie of the year. Uh, it's a movie that's already been mentioned music 
Oh, wow. That's why you haven't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is it out. Alex talking about why this movie is so bad? Help yeah. me out here. This movie's um, horrible. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like the fact that Sia has to go to so many lengths to defend her choice of making this movie, her choice of not casting anybody who is autistic, mm-hmm. like just proves that this movie is offensive, misguided, mm-hmm. and tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Talk to shit. Yeah, and, and like... It's a musical too. Like I'm like, what? Oh. Like why? Why is this a musical? Like this is like to me, this was a story that for some reason involves like some new like sober drug dealer. Like why did that have to be turned into a musical? Like why couldn't like why couldn't you just take that idea? You know, it, take out the autism thing since it was so tone deaf in the movie, and just take out all the music and just why don't you create a story around that? Like I don't get what Sia's thinking was with this movie and I don't get her defenses for this movie. Agreed. hundred percent. Um, Larry, you're number one. <laughs> all right. I'll just be the, the broken record of my intro because my film has also been discussed here on this <laughs> evening. Uh, it's don't breathe too. Um, mm. I've kind of talked mm-hmm. <laughs> about films if they just are repugnant to me, if I find them disgusting, then I gen- I don't like it, and it's gonna go pretty low on my list. So, in saying that, Licorice Pizza is probably making my top ten. Josie helped convince me a little bit to to bump it up or bump know. it down, however you see. But as for Don't Breathe Two, right from the start, it was already like Tyler had mentioned earlier, a weird movie to give a sequel to it didn't need a sequel they kind of left it open in the first one but they didn't go off of that they don't like pick up with the story of the first one really at all and mm-hmm. have him just it pick just up. made a lot of money yeah they just pick up a girl <laughs> off the street and have him raise her like nothing happened like he's this father who's kind of overbearing but still okay and no, they, the people tried to, they tried to defend the choices made until they were blue in the face. They make him the hero of this film. He is protecting a little 100%. girl against a drug dealer parents who want to murder her. <laughs> like, Literally. Uh, just because yeah. you introduce other terrible people. So you just have this little girl who's surrounded by terrible people, but they frame it so that you're rooting for the rapist guy uh, <laughs> who is like a rapist right. murderer um, doesn't atone for anything. The way that they can close out his story is terrible. I'll say, I mean, there was a couple cool kills, but Halloween mm-hmm. kills had a lot of cool kills too. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Other yeah. films have cool enough kills and at least as stupid as their plots are, they aren't like just morally bankrupt. <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't. They were find trying to call him a no. anti-villain, right? Yeah, I don't know what. Like, what? He's not an anti-hero. Oh he's an God. anti-villain. He was talking crazy. I was like, yeah, an anti-villain. Okay. Uh, no, it wasn't <laughs> a shot all that well either. We also didn't have the same director, right? It was a uh, a different director. Oh no, it was the, yeah, it was the yeah. it was the other guy, Fede yeah. Alvarez. It was the it was writer. Alvarez, the other. Yeah. I was like, I knew Alvarez didn't come back to direct it, but. So it didn't look as good. I don't know. It just wasn't as good as the the original one, and it didn't need to exist. So it's my least favorite film of the year. Understandable. Interesting. Um, all right, Josie, your number one worst movie of the year. So my number one worst movie of the year is my number one for this list because 
it is the only film this year that I did not finish. Oh, I'm scared. I'm like, yeah, I'm very scared. What is it? What is it going to be? <laughs> is it Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, unfortunately, I did finish that. Because it's long. It's very long. I didn't finish because it's too long. Nah, unfortunately, I was able to finish that. Um, um, My number one is uh, directed by Aaron Sorkin, and that is being The Ricardos. Oh, shit. Sorkin season is canceled. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, Um, I have to admit, I I knew you didn't hate it, hate it, but with kind of what you were alluding to in your number two, I low-key expected West Side Story to be number one. No. Just when you were tucked in in that number two spot, I was like, oh, oh, is she putting West Side Story as her word? No, yeah, that's I, interesting. We didn't really ever bring that up in this list. No, yeah, I already said what I said about West Side Story. I am indifferent. Ooh. It it does not go on the best. It does not go on the worst. It just exists in the ether. We do not make eye contact. We exist oh, in the same universe, but we don't look at each very other. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> but, yes, please talk about the also problematic being the Ricardo. So I did not finish it because I. It's a two hour. It's one hundred and thirty two minutes. I was halfway through this movie. My screener was about to expire, and I just thought to myself, is this worth it? I am not gaining anything from this. Like, if I continue, I'm pretty sure I'm going to feel the exact same way. Nothing happens. I'm sorry. I don't like using this word to describe films, but it is boring. Like, Mm. it's just, a like, I can tell you things that happen, and you're going to say, like, that's nothing. Nothing happens in the movie then, and I'm going to say, yeah, basically nothing happens in this movie. Um. It just it's not even about them not looking like them. They just don't feel like their performances just in general. It's not even about Lucille and Desi. They just they're not good performances. And I don't understand where all the praise is coming from other than probably just wanting to be in the conversation. Um yeah, the women's a pretty heavy hitter in the awards season stuff, it seems yeah, like it's not, loves Aaron Sorkin too. Yeah, it's nothing reason. significant. Well, yeah. Not even like if you could give him screenplay, because that's usually his thing, but the screenplay isn't even that good. Again, nothing happens. Like from a screenplay from a screenwriting standpoint, there is no progression towards these people to develop as characters. The story does not contribute to their growth. Again, nothing happens. And things are happening, but nothing happens. <laughs> It's just <laughs> insignificant. There are a bunch of flashbacks that don't like. It's basically just going into their relationship, like Lucille being like Loki turning into a breadwinner, and Desi Arnaz being like, "Oh, I am a macho man, and I feel uh, hurt because my wife is doing better than me." That's all it is. Oh my god! Oh god! It's oh, <laughs> no, not good. Oh. It is not good. Or Nicole Kidman between this and that AMC commercial I see every day. Oh, oh, really? oh my god! It feels good in a place like Dude, this. Like... They, 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 um, they, they shortened that. Yeah, down. they did. They did. And I was so happy today. Yeah, thank. God. I said, yeah, they must have got a lot of complaints. Like, bro, I yeah. didn't you, see the short yeah, version. Yeah, You're showing like seventeen Dude, trailers. They're like, they're like making it like the national anthem now. Like, God, it's the worst. It's the worst. Like, I love me some AMC theater. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's just it's the worst pacing as far as like we you come show 25 to this minutes place. of 
you show 25 minutes of trailers and then you do like the the welcome to amc and then you do another nicole yeah, kidman like yeah. it's too much i was so, so happy like- when for no way home they started like the film was they were supposed to start credits at a certain hour and they were late so yeah. they skipped the trailers and everything and just started the movie and i was like oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> they, um, yeah so that. now so now instead of like a whole minute it's like 20 seconds and i was like oh wow cool. yeah it was, and, it was uh, a lot better yeah because i i noticed <laughs> that when i saw king's man on sunday just cut it out completely. It's not. There's no reason. We come there's to no this place. You, there's just no reason for you to market AMC while I'm <laughs> sitting in an AMC. Like I'm here. Did I'm you, here did already. You, did you guys hear? We're all here. I don't know if it was on Twitter. Did you guys hear about like that couple that like literally handed out like pieces of paper to everyone in the auditorium that said like, okay, so now when she says this line, we all rise and recite it. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> No. Oh God. Anyways, what? anyways, anyways. Being the Ricardo, sorry, it's it's a boring film. <laughs> it's a boring, very much so. All right, so are we down to me? Is it my turn? Am I the last? Yeah, one? I think it's you. I am my number one. My number one worst movie of 2021 <laughs> goes back to Sundance Film Festival think, yeah. 2021. I'm sitting down and I turn it on. I said, this concept seems kind of fun. Let's have some good times with it. Oh boy. And this is my, this is like my third Sundance movie that I watched. Uh, our hashtag J. Oh, yes! oh, on here. Yes! oh. Mess. This, what a mess that was. This movie fucking sucks. Like, I, this movie caused me so much pain. I think, yeah, like, yeah. I, it, it was, I have PTSD from watching this movie. It was better than I, one side story. You were very, I, upset, I, yeah. I, I, I I I, can't, I couldn't believe what I was watching. So I'm turning on this movie, and I'm seeing these. It's like a screen life movie or whatever it is. And then uh, I'm like, oh, this this is cute. This is cool. Okay. Let's see how. Let's see what Wait, this is. context, context. It's they, Romeo and Juliet thro- told okay, through social right. media. Right, right. Pretty much. So the yeah. movie's starting, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a screen life movie. I actually usually have fun with these kind of movies. You know, my unfriendeds are great. Searching is good, and then. Uh, this, this 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 twenty something year old kid. It's like, where art thou, you? And I was befuddled. I said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> then the entire the entire movie is them talking in Shakespeare tone. I got these grown actor these actors who signed on to do this movie. I have no idea why. But um, who's the guy? What's the guy's name that's in the Hate You Give? The father. What's his name? What's the guy's name? Do you guys know the actor I'm talking about? I think so. He's, you know, he's in a lot of black. He's in a lot of black movies and stuff like that. He, uh, he's a good actor. Let's uh, just say he's a great actor. Russell Hornsby. I think okay, but he, he's a great uh, actor. Yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. Yes, Russell Hornsby. But, Russell Hornsby. Okay, so he comes. He 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 plays a cop, and he comes out the car, and he's like has to. He has oh, to God. talk to these two kids, and he's talking Shakespeare. And I said, why did you sign on to what is what am I watching? <laughs> this movie, I have never been more shocked watching a movie ever. Because I was just like, what is going on here? I think I was I was watch I was trying, I was in a group chat with like Larry, Hannah, Alex, Tyler, and I was like, guys, help me. I don't know what this movie <laughs> is. And I'm I'm sending them scenes because I just want to see how <laughs> like how how even at a context it was really rough yeah like i was so distraught watching the movie it was just really bad it was one of the worst movie experiences okay but the score of, and the was, music was good 
Everything I hate. I'm sorry, Georgie. We no, we we were, were, the music was good. That little boy threw it, y'all. That little actor boy with his shocked face was a meme in our group chat. Oh. It was too much. It was. Yeah, Yo, it's, I... it's from what it sounds like. It reminds me of that movie with Ray Fiennes and Gerard Butler, Coriolanus, but like worse. It, it, I, I don't think it's. I think they changed the title actually since Did it's really? uh, since it's Sundance thing. I think it's just called. RJ now, but or I think it's called hashtag RJ. Just stop. What is going on? R hashtag J. I did a review right hashtag, after the movie. It's hashtag, one of our so. it's one of our most listened reviews because everyone saw me on Twitter just going nuts about this movie and how much I hate it. And the review went up. I think it was it was um, Ryan from Suit Up Geeks, and he's just like, "This is my first show on this podcast, and this is great." That Dwayne is just ranting about this. It was just, it was my it was my worst theater experience of the year. I just was not having a good time. You know what's funny? It was, like, it was you know like midnight, funny? and I was watching it. I don't know. I just hated it. Do it's you like, really want to know what's funny? <laughs> I like this film. No! No. Oh, no. God bless you. Thank you. (laughs) Josie just keeps rolling with them hot takes today. (laughs) I think I was I think I was most hurt by malignant though. Not Josie with the three and a half stars on (laughs) letterbox. Oh, he went and looked up the letterbox. (laughs) You have to get the receipts. What you doing? Oh, this shit was trash. Okay, um, all right, everyone. I think that is it. (laughs) That is our top ten worst films of twenty twenty one. Very fun show. Tomorrow will be our top 10 best films of the year. I'll go around and get everyone's social media. Thank you guys all for joining me today to talk about these movies. Um, I will start with you, Larry. Larry, no one they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube and Instagram and Chili Boy YT on Twitter. All right. And Josie. Yes, you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd, and you can also follow Film Posers at Film Posers, basically everywhere. Josie and I gonna be fighting in the group chat after this show about this movie. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Tyler, let's go to you. Yeah, if you search up my name on YouTube, Tyler Calvert, you'll find my channel on there, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's Tyler Calvert. All right, and Alex. Uh, yeah, you can find me on my official website, alexmanatmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they're all there. Um, YouTube's there, too. So, All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at World. Thank you guys all for joining us. Our best of the year will be tomorrow or Friday, so stay tuned for that. And Happy New Year's, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry, Josie, Tyler, and Alex. We'll talk to you guys soon.